0: At Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union, your financial well-being matters. And they're with you every step of the way through your financial journey. Seriously, Affinity Plus has real people to talk to, people who care, and who can offer financial coaching through all stages of your life when you need it. And did you know that financial coaching is free at Affinity Plus as just one of the many member benefits? It's true. You get amazing benefits at Affinity Plus, where you're more than a member. You're an owner in the not-for-profit cooperative. Invest in you and get a load of benefits. Continue your financial journey by stopping into the Brainerd Lakes branch on Edgewood Drive in Baxter to speak to one of their knowledgeable employees and bring your financial questions. Affinity Plus is federally insured by NCUA. Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor, and today our guest is Baxter Police Chief Jim Exstedt. Jim, welcome back to Community Focus. Good afternoon. Thanks. Yeah, Good to have you here as we uh, get under the underway in a new year. Happy New Year, by uh, the happy way. Happy New Year <laughs> to you guys as well. Yes. Yeah. Um, so uh, I understand that well, we were just asking about this the other day. Is the TZD uh, enforcement on 371? over yet or does that continue?
1: The special project we were doing in 2019 is over. Uh, We wrapped that up in December. Um, Just to back up a little bit what that is, uh, locally we have a Towards Zero Death Committee or coalition. Uh, It's been around for years now. We're probably going on 15 plus years. People remember back uh, Trooper Mowers uh, was always in here talking about it. Mm -hmm. Uh, He helped form that for us. So um, as we've, you know, continued through the, year, the years with that group, um, we've kind of operated independently outside of a grant for the most part. So we try and pick different topics. Um, two years ago, we started uh, enhanced enforcement projects. We started with 210, uh, Highway 210 in 2018. And then 2019, we switched that over to Highway 371. Um, so we did, you know, it was a 12-month project big partners are the state patrol, mm-hmm. uh, local jurisdictions, Crow Wing County, um, MnDOT plays a pretty big role in it. Um, people will see the signs as they're traveling up and down the road. Yeah. And we've also brought in the DNR. Um, they do a lot of enforcement, especially on those two corridors with, uh, ATV, UTV type traffic. So, oh, really? Okay. So it's been a really good partnership where we can incorporate a lot of the people that are a part of our coalition and, you know, you you always want to get the buy-in from the partners, too, and, and those were, were two good projects. Um, just this morning, uh, I got some numbers. Hopefully, I think they're correct. <laughs> uh, trying to look them up on my email before we got going here, but it appears that for Highway 371, we were down in fatal crashes um, by about 33%. Oh, that's good. The overall number of people injured in 2019 was down 32%. Wow. Um, and the number of injuries, injury crashes, was down about 21%. There was a slight uptick in the number of crashes, uh, so, you know, it's hard to say what accounts for that. Um, The problem with both of those corridors is they involve what we call the junction in Baxter, the Highway 210, Highway 371, Mm -hmm. and sometimes those numbers can get skewed because... Any of the crashes that happen right there, and <laughs> most people know somebody that's been involved in one, it's a vehicle's turning northbound, the other one comes up too close, and they end up meeting yep. bumper to bumper. I've uh-huh. yep.
2: seen it happen a few times.
1: Yeah. 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 I know exactly what are talking about. Yeah, now. it's usually uh, everybody knows somebody that's been involved there. Mm-hmm. So that's the, the one downside to the numbers. That captures a lot of crashes, and they have to be thrown in. You know, to the overall, and it's sometimes hard to break them out. But yeah. but overall, um, we actually have a meeting later today, and uh, we'll be going over the numbers for sure. But yeah, uh, we feel pretty good about that. That's I would good.
0: too, and I I know that uh, there was uh, you don't have the numbers in front of you, but the uh, the main point was to be visible out there. Yep, and to actually write citations for those that were speeding or hands-free or a lot of yeah. the things you were focusing on. Although I know you give out a lot of warnings when you're doing that right. enforcement as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, it sometimes, unfortunately, it, it takes a ticket to change the behavior. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's the other thing we think changes behavior is visibility. Yeah. So combining the two, um, we encourage and get a lot of good partnership response from the local departments when we do this. You know, any undedicated time that you have, if you can get out there and stop a few cars, and that's what we captured in the reporting. Um, we were able to create a, a Google Doc and, and make it very simple for those participating, you know, three, four clicks, and you've captured what you just did. And, mm-hmm. you know, everything in today's age is about analytics, and and this is a big part of it. You know, the whole TZD concept is kind of based on the analytics, you know, looking where where are the crashes happening, why are they happening, mm-hmm. what are the numbers showing. Yeah. And I think uh, you guys had mentioned that State Patrol was just in talking about the overall numbers, and I think we did pretty good in 2019. Mm-hmm. The as far
0: fatalities as, were down across the state. Yeah. But. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I still, we have a lot of work to do there. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. but we're um, going
2: in the right direction. Correct. <laughs> At least yeah. now. Yeah. That's great.
0: Very interesting. Um, As you flesh this out, you'll be able to, uh, do you kind of narrow it down to how many uh, citations were issued in different categories, so speeding versus seatbelt use, distracted driving, and so on? Do you get into all that?
1: Yep, we do. And um, just in the last year, year and a half, we've had a a new member on our coalition. Um, She's very good at social media components, Mm -hmm. and she's been... Uh, beefing up our Facebook page, uh, Brainerd Lake's TZD Facebook page. Okay. So as we feed her those statistics, just the ones that you just mentioned, um, she gets them out there right away and pretty quick. And um, she's been a huge asset to the coalition. Uh, everybody talks about you know doing more on Facebook, on social media. The problem for most of us is trying to find the time to do that. So yep. she's mm-hmm. in a position where where she has that time. She's very passionate about uh, the, the purpose of TZD. So she's been a great fit for us. So, yeah, um, I think later today as we meet, um, we'll get those numbers to her, and they should be on our, on our Facebook page hopefully in a day or two. Okay.
0: Very interesting. Uh, Jim, last year uh, we had you in, and you were talking about uh, something new at the time, and that was the Vitals app. Yes. Um, how's that going after uh, after it's been going for, well, the better part of a year anyway? Yeah,
1: actually, I think, yeah, we're probably over a year now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going really well. Uh, the Vitals company has worked with law enforcement in a great partnership, and then what we did up in this area um, through community services, Crow County, and partnering with Sourcewell over in Staples, we've been able to secure funds to get vitals in the hands of, I believe, every officer in a five, actually six county area. Sourcewell serves a five county area, that being uh, Crow and Cass, Morrison, Wadena, and Todd. But we actually brought in Aiken County. Um, there's a, then the community services world, they call it region five plus which is those five counties <laughs> plus Aiken. <laughs> so, sure. so anyway, we brought them in, and I believe it's over 300 officers now that, um, that are armed with the Vitals app on their phone.
2: And for those that don't know what the Vitals app is, Jim, can you explain it?
1: So the Vitals app is, is a tool um, for the individuals who have kind of a, a disability, sometimes invisible disability, mm-hmm. that we can't see or may be visible. But they put the app on the phone, and within the app they can describe what their disability is, and if in a crisis mode, how law enforcement could help, how, could, how they could best help. Yeah. So, so then they that the can
2: help deescalate a situation de-escalate, that could become ugly, but yep. this is helpful, okay. Yep,
1: so then the officers have kind of the partnering app on their phone, and when the, the, the beacons get within, uh, I think it's about 200 feet of the phones, mm-hmm. Um, then that information is communicated to the app on the officer's phone. Okay. It's not stored anywhere. It's mm-hmm. it's there for a short period of time, um, but the purpose is to to arm the officers with that information. Mm-hmm. I believe now in the Crow Wing County area, we're upwards of 150 consumers who have subscribed to the Vitals app.
2: And this is on their choice. This isn't correct. Yeah, they correct get to on their choice. They, it, yep. they
1: decide it's it's. Um, completely voluntary we've mm-hmm. we've talked about uh, getting it out to other groups um uh those which law enforcement come into contact more often with so we're always looking for new partnerships out there um whether it's at a county level or a private um Type setting too, but good for uh,
2: people with maybe who might have Alzheimer's or show signs of dementia or um, autism spectrum, you know, to correct you know or sensory issues that kind of thing. This is perfect for that.
1: Yep, autism is kind of where it was it was born out mm-hmm. of, and uh, we've we've been able to expand it out uh, way beyond. That's good. Just that group, so and anyone I,
2: who wants it can just they can Google Vital's app, and I think yep, it's yeah
1: the Vital's app. The uh, just app type that into your search engine, and it'll come up and cool. And yeah, we're we're rolling good with that. Hmm. That's
0: fantastic.
2: Good deal. We mentioned earlier January Sex Trafficking Awareness Month, and it's we've mentioned this before. People say not in my backyard, but it's in our backyard.
1: Yeah, it is. Um, we're fortunate in this area to have a great partnership with uh, Lutheran Social Services. They've got several advocates working on this nonstop, mm-hmm. you know, day in and day out. Um, I I know you've talked with them in the past too. But, yeah, January is the awareness month for sex and human trafficking. Um, we've had a couple of events so far this month. We have one left uh, January 23rd, uh, so that will be next week. I think that's Thursday. Uh, next Thursday at 11 a.m. over at Crow Wing County Land Services Building. Okay. Um, as a group, uh, we, we call it the BLAST group, Brainerd Lakes Area Sex Trafficking Team, we're sponsoring just a little meet-and-greet type event. Uh, there's going to be some artwork there from a, a survivor of of sex trafficking mm-hmm. and um, just kind of a, a get-to-know what we have in the area. Okay. We're going to have all the uh, partners there representing um their agencies, and if anybody wants to learn more about it, okay, that'd be a great opportunity. What
2: to watch for, how to handle situations, and, yep, and, okay. yep.
1: Where to where to go for sure. for help?
0: So. Okay. yeah. And uh, from a law enforcement perspective, that still remains an issue in this area, doesn't it? it but it's hard to capture. I mean, I guess what I'm getting at is, mm-hmm. uh, help from the public is always looked for. I mean, if we see something that just doesn't seem right,
1: absolutely, we should yeah. let you know, right? Absolutely, give us a call. Any of the local police departments sheriff's department, uh, they'll be able to assist. Um, what we're still doing behind the scenes in a proactive manner is, um, working on the, the internet sex crimes. Mm -hmm. Um, they are difficult. They are labor intensive. Um, but we're not giving up on that. It's, it's changed a lot in the last five or six years. Um, I always tell people it's one of the, the few things in law enforcement where, um, I think we were able to visibly see the difference, you know, mm-hmm. the, the proactive work and um there was definitely deterrence, you yeah. know. When we hit the paper 4 or 5 years ago with yep, the, the big stings sting we operation, were doing. yep. Um and then, you know, uh, at a national level, the back pages um in essence got shut down and mm-hmm. and that kind of changed the way uh the sex trafficking business was happening. It's not then it's gone away totally. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, we have to go about our business different and adapt, to. And yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, I know uh, the focus uh, since the law went into effect last year on this hands-free driving has been a, uh interesting one because uh, Tess and I have talked. Uh, you can drive around town anytime and see people Still on their seen. phones. Yeah. Um, uh, I'll bet you, you could go out right now and find someone before you get back Absolutely. to the station. Yeah. Uh, so, tell us about some of the efforts you guys have uh, done to uh, to get out there and patrol this part.
1: Yeah, I think you know initially it it seemed like we had pretty good compliance with it um, early on, but I think we've trended back the other way again. Uh, one of the things, and that's just anecdotally. I I don't have numbers to back that up, but you're you're right. I think you could go out and. You always tend to see someone. Uh, it's a little different when you're driving a squad car. It's, they <laughs> tend to disappear. But, however, um, however, um, prior to the hands-free, about a year and a half ago, uh, Rikert Bus uh, Company reached out to local law enforcement and offered their assistance. Hey, would you want to ride around in a bus? <laughs> and we thought, absolutely. <laughs> and uh, we just did that again here back in December and I don't have the numbers. Uh, Sergeant Dean with the state patrol kind of coordinated that, um, but we participated. I believe it was uh, Brainerd Baxter, state patrol, um, possibly Crow Wing County. I'm not sure. It was just an on-duty event. Um, a trooper jumped on the bus, and they literally ran back and forth on Washington Street or Highway 210 and were calling out as they, they saw the violations. I was working that day. I wasn't participating in it, but it was a constant I got another one, I got another one, I got another one. Jeez. So, you know, as as the officers were trying to, to stage and and intercept, um it was too busy for me. I, I didn't like wow. how busy it was. We we didn't know it was gonna be that busy. So we're definitely um very appreciative of the uh the outreach from Rikert and the partnership there. And uh we'll be doing it again. It it definitely was well worth our time.
2: Today so. a bus, tomorrow it might be a dump <laughs> truck. You never know. Yeah, <laughs> and
1: and we've talked about that. You know the yeah. MNDOT drivers are a little busy right now with <laughs> right. with the snow removal. But yeah, just different ideas, different ways to be proactive, uh, different mm. approaches. So.
2: Put down the phones, people. Please, yes. And put them down. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. a ticket is what. I mean, if you're cut, I mean, first violation, second violation.
1: Oh, it's going to be well in excess of $100 now yep. with the, the fine and the court fees. Yeah. Probably pushing $150 for a first offense.
2: Put so. the phone down.
1: Yes, please. I yeah.
2: think it's more than your bill.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just amazing to me how uh, often I see that, unfortunately, when I'm driving around. And it's, I don't mm-hmm. know. I yeah. wish I could say it's young people only, it's but not. I've seen people no. my age. It's right well, through the, an
2: intersection of the day, Guy's on the phone making a turn, and I'm yeah. like, "Dude, dude, you're gonna need that hand to complete your turn." Yeah, yeah.
1: you know, it, it's well, it, it's an extension of the computer now. It's yeah, it's our life lifeline to everything, and um, you know, I I just going back to the old days, and it's not the only distraction in the car. Right, I mean, we can't yeah. fool ourselves. There's right, lots of other things, and we've learned to live with some of them, but this is one we're just. We're, we don't want to learn to live with it. We want mm-hmm. everybody to learn. Um, well, a lot like seatbelts, 15, 20 years ago, it was probably close to 50-50. And that you know, you, yeah. yeah. and it was a lot of hard work and a lot of good education to the public, and mm-hmm. we've seen wonderful things with the, the seatbelts. So we'll get there with the phones. It's just going to be a little more Taking of a Taking time. Yeah. Take some time, a little more of a challenge. Yeah. yeah.
0: Very good. Anything else we should mention today, Jim?
1: Uh, you know, just safety on the roads. The winter weather is upon us again. Um we caught a little break, but um in talking with our streets department and I'm sure it's the same all over. Uh that December, well, late November and December snows. Um they had a good handle on it until that rain came, yeah. right? And I think we've, you know, <laughs> if this happens in February or March, it's not such a big deal, but We've got a few months to go here, so you know. Just remember that there's a base that, for the most part, the MnDOT and the city's crews and the county they've done a good job. But mm-hmm. um, when that ice builds up, there's only so much you can do. And
2: it's thick in some spots too. Yeah. And it, I mean, you yeah. can't be out there with the chisel in the middle of the highway. So
1: <laughs> right. And the other thing, you know, especially in Baxter, we've got a lot of the the private parking lots that mm-hmm. that lead mm-hmm. onto the city streets. Um, you know, there's a couple that I can think of off uh, top of my head. They're, they're skating rinks yep. right now. Yeah. And we get a lot of phone calls at City Hall. Oh, hey, do something about, well, it's it's private property and it's, mm-hmm. we can't. The, the, so, you know, it's it's it, the onus is on the driver. You know, you, you need yeah. to be mindful and careful. And and
2: when yeah. you're walking, too. Yeah, and
1: when you're walking. <laughs> yeah. And we've got a couple oh. months of it left.
2: Mm-hmm. So.
0: Indeed. All right. Well, Jim, uh, we appreciate you being here. Good seeing you again, and uh, we hope to see you real soon. Sounds good. Thanks, Jim. Thanks. Jim Eckstedt is our guest today. Jim is the Baxter Police Chief. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. Don't forget, our Community Focus programs are available to listen to anytime on our website at 1067wjjy.com, and that's brought to you by Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union.
2: You can also listen on our free downloadable app, and that is sponsored by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.